for the evening, episode 7. Um, I'm going to talk about automation tonight um, in the context of security testing and vulnerability scanning, that kind of thing. So, automation is an interesting one. Um, we we use a level of automation in our testing but predominantly we are what we refer to as a manual security testing company um so we favor that approach over kind of well, blind automation i suppose is what i'm talking about um automation in the context of testing is really where you you fire a tool at something and if the tool says there's a problem then there's a problem if the tool says there isn't a problem then there isn't a problem uh, and often you're relying on the rating system also uh, within that tool to tell you the impact of that particular finding um, the problem with that the problem with automation is unless you you're verifying those results you could argue automation and verification are two separate things but um, unless you are verifying those results you really have got no real sense of what you've just been handed. Uh, I'll give you a very simple example. Um, Nessus, which is a very common vulnerability scanner uh, for us. Well, I was going to say for infrastructure testing, but they do have web testing in there as well these days. Um, it will find open SMB shares on our network and report that as a low now, we had that on a test. Uh, we ran Nessus. I'll get onto that in a minute. Found open shares on the network. Report, it was reported as a low. But when you go and look in the shares, they had all sorts of sensitive company data in there, just um, accessible to anybody on the network without any kind of authentication. So that was actually a pretty big deal. Um, so there's a very simple example of how automation has no concept, uh, concept the context of what it finds uh, so what value does automation have it gives you uh, breadth is the main thing breadth of coverage so you can quickly get a view of an application or a network or whatever it is you're using um, another example of automation may be um, Burp Suite from, from a web app testing perspective there's a tool called uh, Burp Suite which is pretty much the de facto tool it comes the professional version comes with a scanning element um, a very good scanning element actually but uh, yeah you, you, if you're relying on that to tell you whether or not an app has problems or not you know, in a binary context, yes, it has a problem. No, it doesn't. Um, you're going to fall potentially some way short of a, of a decent test. But what it is going to do is it quickly allow you to check um, a large amount of attack surface area for known or common vulnerabilities. So that's where its key value is. It's knocking off the low-hanging fruit, really. Um, what you're doing with a manual security test is that you're you're using a level of automation to give yourself, you know, why if you if you've got a trivial vulnerability in there, why would you waste time? Um, you know, you'd be a fool not to run the automated stuff at the start. 
and just get an idea because if you can if you can completely sort of well own is the term I would use the informal term I'd use and um, you can completely own the app within a few seconds through a common uh, and easily exploitable exploit that, that's available in an automated scanning tool, then um, you will. And that's what an attacker is going to do. They're not going to try and come up with some beautiful custom exploit code <laughs> or some really just, you know, elegant, idiosyncratic way of getting in. They're just going to take the easy route, get in and get what they were looking for. Um, so, you know, to some extent, we're going to take the same approach. It is a simulation at the end of the day, but uh, we're tasked with a slightly different brief. Um, it's always the tricky thing on, on a test. You're, you're balancing the objective uh, in terms of getting access to data or whatever it may be uh, with finding all the ways that you can get access to data. And um, sometimes you can spend a lot of time on a test getting that one way in. Um, there's no guarantee that there aren't other ways. And um, this comes back to what I was saying in other podcasts, really. You have to be aware of what you're getting. And, you know, virtually all tests are, are time-limited in some way. So that is going to have an impact on, on what you can deliver uh, and what you find and what have you. Um, but obviously, the quicker you can find something and exploit it, uh, the quicker you can move on and look at other areas of the app or escalate privilege or whatever it is you want to do uh, and that obviously comes down to the skill and experience of the testing team So, um, but anyway that doesn't really relate to automation directly um, the automation side what I, was, what I did just want to quickly talk about was um, automation for internal teams uh, yeah, for some reason this seems to be fairly common that internal security teams, and I don't necessarily mean testing teams, I mean more like sort of the security guy, uh, the one that lurks in the corner telling everyone that they're doing it wrong, him. Um, a lot of companies are reluctant to let their security teams, or even their system administrators or network administrators, run automated tools, or any kind of tools, uh, to test the security of their networks or applications. I think, personally... That is a missed opportunity because I I think I've seen it on virtually, well, almost every test I've ever done. You turn up and, as I said, you might run through some automation at the start and it picks something up. And really, what if that if that had been identified? before you got there, before you started the test. Um, it could have been dealt with. There's no... Unless unless a decision has been made to, to accept it and ignore it, then that's different. But, you know, I lose track of the number of times you find stuff that you think, well, that could have been picked up by an internal team very easily. Um, um, really, it's, it's not best use of money or time, really, for anybody. Uh, but... Yeah, there's all sorts of different arguments, I understand that, but I'm personally all in favour of arming everybody with as much knowledge as possible, and that means using your internal teams, skill them up. It, 
it obviously has to be done in the right way. You can't just have people firing off tools willy-nilly across the network. Um, it, it needs structure, it needs training to a certain extent. But a lot of these things are pretty straightforward and they will give you a level of awareness of what's in your app or on your network. And um, it helps you to start you know, moving, moving your level of security maturity up. Um, before you engage a third party and, and start paying uh, for that privilege. So, from my perspective, automation is a, uh, is a, is a key part of any engagement that we do. Um, it, forms, it forms a part of that. Why would you not pick off that low-hanging fruit? But also for internal teams, I do think that these tools uh, represent a very good way to get a level of security in your network and in an ideal world I would say that there should when you when you're engaging a third party um, to come along and do that assurance piece for you some sort of manual test or uh, app test or whatever it may be you should have tried to knock off as many of the things that you can possibly think of before they before they get there again it comes back to this readiness argument um, if you if you can run a scanner against your app, um, and it's going to tell you you've got trivial SQL injection, you can be fixing that straight away. You don't need a third party necessarily to uh, to tell you what you already know. Um, the other way to approach it may be you know to, you, you run this thing, you you find these issues, and you genuinely don't know how to approach resolving them. And then you engage a third-party expert to come along, do manual verification of the problem, um, and then look, you know, to work with your developers uh, or your third-party development company or whatever it is that you've you've got there, your systems administrators, whoever needs to look at resolving the problem and uh, talk them through what the options are and um, and how best to go about resolving that. So automation um, has its place, but like anything it has its limits so um, so yeah I think that's all I wanted to say about that um, there's plenty more we could wrap it on at but I'll leave it there and I'll uh, hopefully catch you on the next one cheers <laughs>